Hello everyone and welcome back to another great super cool radio interview. I'm your host as always, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before I start talking about my guests, just a quick reminder to thumbs up this video and make sure to subscribe and turn that notification bell. That way you don't miss any new interviews or episodes. I got an awesome guest to be joining me momentarily. He is the lead and rhythm guitarist for Bad Marriage, Mike Fitz. Recently, Bad Marriage released a new EP entitled Artificial Mind and are set to tour with Enough's Enough and the Choir Boys starting today, June 30th. In this interview, we discuss the writing and recording process for Artificial Mind, the upcoming tour with Enough's Enough and the Choir Boys, plus so much more. It's a great interview and I hope you enjoy. So let's dive in. Before we jump into the show, I want to tell you about our merch store on Threadless. Shop a wide variety of logos with multiple colors and sizes available for each design. Your support is greatly appreciated and helps us continue to make killer content like this episode. Please visit supercoolradio.threadless.com or the link in the description to shop now. I have an awesome guest joining me at this time. Recently, Bad Marriage released a new EP entitled Artificial Mine and are set to tour with Enough's Enough and the Choir Boys starting on June 30th. Please welcome the lead and rhythm guitarist for Bad Marriage, Mike Fitz. Hey, what's going on? Thanks for having me on. Of course, it's very nice to have you on the show. As I said, uh, Bad Marriage got a lot of cool things in the works, plus the tour is starting very soon. So I know we have so much to discuss in this interview. Yeah, we're, I'm, I'm excited uh, to do the interview, and I'm excited to get on the road. I know we're going to be discussing that, our new EP, so I'll, uh, I'll let you uh, have your way with me. <laughs> Sounds good. Before we jump into the new EP and tour, I got a fun question to kind of break the ice a little bit. I'm curious uh, your thoughts on it. Uh, if you could have dinner with any two musicians from history, living or deceased, who would they be? Ooh, that's a cool question. Um well, I, you know, as a guitar player, I'd probably say number one would be Jimmy Page. You know, it would, I, I'd probably be pretty serious talk, but you never know. Um, uh, let me see. What's the oh, and number two would probably be he's deceased, unfortunately, but would be Bon Scott from uh, ACDC. I think I think that would be actually very very cool. Oh yeah, for sure, both extremely uh, legendary musicians uh you know uh, obviously bond scott being the, the front man and uh you know jimmy page the guitarist that he is very good picks great way to start off uh, this interview <laughs> <laughs> all right so diving into some business now uh as i said bad marriage released a new ep entitled artificial mind how was it writing and recording the ep well it was different uh because um you know, I do a lot of recording and mixing and mastering myself. So I've always done um, the bad marriage material up until this EP. Um, we were we we started touring in 2019 with Tesla. We were we were opening for them with a lot of shows, and that's when I started building a relationship with Brian Wheat, the bass player. Um, 
and co-founding member of Tesla. But, um, you know, me and him started uh, just talking and, and building a relationship. And he, he had an insane recording studio out in Sacramento. And uh, we just came to an agreement that uh, he would produce and help co-write a Bad Marriage EP. So that was kind of how it started. Um, I, I met up with him a couple times before that to kind of get the ball rolling with some song ideas and pre-production stuff, you know, before you actually go into the studio and really nail it down, you kind of set the framework and the arrangement for everything. And it went pretty smooth, man. And I'm happy with the EP, but yeah, it was great, but it was different because I was no longer at the helm. I mean, I was still there, but, uh, you know, Brian is legendary as he is. I just let him, let him do his thing. Oh yeah, for sure. Especially you know having um, that kind of caliber, uh, you know, with Brian. Uh, so was it like as you said, it was, it was a little bit different, you know, not uh, being like fully uh, uh, producing it and stuff. But did you learn anything from like Brian for like uh, how to either like record music or write music or anything like that? Oh yeah, I mean, I continue to, um, you know, I, you know, whether he's actually teaching or not, I'm always kind of over his shoulder. So I, I watch and you know. I try not to be uh, too annoying with with asking him stuff, but uh, you know he, he he comes up with some really cool stuff, and he gets like he gets great results. So you know I'm constantly picking his brain and and just watching what he does. But yeah, I've totally learned a lot. Well, that's that's really awesome to hear, especially from as I said, such a legendary musician like Brian. And uh, that does kind of lead me because I saw that uh, Jeff from Tesla uh, appeared on three of the tracks. Uh, for this uh, EP, so how did that come about? I assume there, you know, the connection between Brian and Jeff. But how did that? How did you guys determine like Jeff would be a good fit for these songs? Yeah, it was, it's amazing to have Jeff on on anything. I mean, he's he guest vocals on three of the five songs, so it's a pretty big deal for us. And we just again, it was. I think we had done I don't even know probably forty ish shows by then with Tesla, so. He just, he, we, call, we were calling him Uncle Jeff by probably the 10th show, you know, because he was that, just that cool of a dude. Um, and, and we just, we just clicked. He, he, he took us under his wing as Brian did. And, um, you know, he's just, I don't know, he's just overall an amazing person. And uh, Brian and me had talked about it. I probably was joking, didn't think it would happen, but Brian made it happen. And uh, he showed up and, it was, you know, he's just like one of the guys. It was cool because as much as you want to be nervous, we were so comfortable with Jeff at that point. It was just like second nature. So it was just, uh, but looking back on it now and listening to his voice on some of the songs is pretty cool. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think, um, you know, listening to like the previous Bad Marriage material and then like listening to like Artificial Mind, you definitely tell there's a little bit of a shift, uh, at least that I've noticed. Like it's, it's a little bit, um, you know, uh, slightly different, like the production, the music style, and stuff like that. But I think it—I really enjoyed it. Uh, you know, I think the um, the producing plus with having Jeff on there, I think it was a really solid EP that I very much enjoyed. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad you noticed that there's totally a difference. I mean, like I said, whenever you're recording somewhere different, whenever somebody else is producing the sounds, and uh, Brian has has a much more polished uh, sound. You know, he uh, he just mixes really good. He gets great sounds from the start. Um, you know, I, I'm, I take it from a little bit more of a raw approach. Um, but, um, I, I, you know, we're, we're all super happy with it. So yeah, I think it was a, I think it was a success. Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely. And for anyone like watching, listening, um, 
if they haven't checked out Artificial Mind, what can they expect musically and lyrically? Well, um, you know, if if they know Bad Marriage already, like you said, it's a little bit different, but it's still, I, I know, I like to call our sound just straight up rock and roll. You know, I, I, we we touch upon some influences from the '70s and the '80s and some modern touches. I think uh, I think Artificial Mind has a little bit more modern touches, even though Jeff is on it. Um, it, it still has a more, like I think when a when a recording of a song is more polished, I think it's automatically a little bit more modern sounding. Um, so I think that element is to it. But uh, you know, it's big guitars. I mean, Bad Marriage has always been about uh, big guitar riffs. You know, we like to try to make songs memorable. Um, you know, we we like to to, to write stuff that uh, is cleverly written, but you know, at the same time, you want to sing along. You know, whether whether you're humming the guitar riff or you're humming or singing a vocal line or melody, that's kind of always been our approach because it's what we like to listen to. Oh yeah, for sure. It, it, again, it does sound, it does have that polished and you know more clean sounding uh, compared to other material. But I really like um, just that style. It's, you know, as you said, a little bit more modern rock, but also. Um, encompasses like some there's some straight up rock and roll bangers in there and then you have like some a little bit like as the um, EP closed out like 300 miles a little bit slowed down you do rock in the song but it's a little bit more mellow compared to like the opening tracks yeah you know I've had that song uh, 300 miles for years I think I had you know most of the guitar parts before Bad Marriage was a thing and you know it's, it's just funny how that works some ways when you're when I was sitting with Brian he would say you know play me what you got you know and so I'd bring up some old recordings and and uh, he would kind of pick and choose like, oh, I like that or, you know, this and that. And that was one of them that stuck out. So, yeah, we re we went with it and, uh, and and wrote some lyrics to it and stuff. So, oh, no, that's really cool. So like how um how old is like 300 miles? When when did you have that kind of the idea? I'm, I'm, for not, it? I'm not I'm not totally sure. I would say I'd have to like go back to my original recording session or my email somewhere. But I would probably say the you know the 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 intro guitar part is probably from like i don't know 2012 to like 14 or 15 so it's probably probably almost 10 years old well it's really cool how you like just have that you know and you can uh, repurpose it and kind of you know change it a little bit to fit the cp and stuff it, it's just so cool like you never know where you're going to get like you know, your material from or you know right. when you're eventually going to use it when you you know record a demo for it or something right yeah true no, that's really awesome. Again, if anyone has not checked out the EP, definitely do that. I've been listening to it, obviously, before this interview. Really digging it. And again, it it um it just flows very well. That's what I really like about it. Like, just the one song, you know, one song went, but then, like, it just flows right into the next. And it, EP, it's really, um it's just super, um I, want, I don't want to say easy listening because that's not right. It's like, it's, it's very um easy to, like, digest. It's very, cool. it's, and I very much enjoyed it. So Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. For sure, for sure. All right, so it does lead me to the upcoming tour, which starts very soon. Uh, as as you mentioned, you're already getting ready for it because uh, it starts in the next few days. Uh, so you guys are going to be touring with Enough's Enough and the Choir Boys as part of the Glam Slam Metal Tour Part 2, starting on June 30th. How does it feel to tour with the Choir Boys and Enough's Enough? Well, it's, uh, you know, we've played, we've never met the Choir Boys, so we're excited about that. And enough's enough uh, sings their praises. So, you know, we just know it's going to be a brotherhood, kind of like one big camaraderie of cool people that, that are hanging out every night. 
Um, you know, we've obviously been in touch with Enough's Enough a lot. Um, we've played with them a couple times. They're super cool dudes. So I think it's going to go very smooth. And, you know, we're always excited, no matter who we're toying with, just to get out there and, and you know, play, number one, uh, and, and uh, meet new fans, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. I saw the, the lineup, and I was like, oh, those, those bands fit really well. They complement each other so well because they have some similar aspects to them, but they bring very different, um, you know, um, like attitudes and styles of music, but they all kind of encompass very similar um, just styles. Yeah, absolutely. I think you're right. Um, I think we're going to be a little bit on the heavier side, um, I, you know, but, and I, and then I, but I think it's a, 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 a healthy dose of, rock and roll for each band you know so i think people like in a true concert goer or music lover that comes and sees the whole thing is really gonna like it oh yeah for sure definitely if that tour is coming to an area near you definitely check them out now um can you give any hints like what's the set list looking like for this tour well i think i think we'll get probably depending on the night probably 45 minutes to an hour so you're probably in like the 12 12 song range give or take a two you know some nights we might be only do 10 some might do 14 but uh we try and hit from each every every record we've put out you know i mean we always play our song called old school stereo <clears throat> um it just goes over really well live um you know we do a bunch from our new uh, our our latest full length i don't know if you've got a chance to digest that a lot but um we do a song called who's ready to rock you know we do who's ready to rock we do bad blood um we do a song called down goes another one um we're doing a song called victory is my name um you know as far as covers we throw in one or two um we like to end the set with breaking the law by judas priest sometimes we like to throw in some old school aerosmith because you know most of our guys are from that area um but we have a we have a you know, a pretty big array of cover songs that we do. Uh, we do some medleys, which are really cool. We do some ACDC and some Zeppelin. But for the most part, you're going to get 95% bad marriage songs, and we'll throw in a cover here or there. All right. On. Sounds like a killer set list. You know, obviously, with um, your bad marriage material plus the, you know, the kind of melodies and covers you throw into the set, one or two of those. So sounds like it's going to be a ton of fun and i'm curious for you since we're talking about the set and um the songs you're performing do you have a favorite song to perform live you know it's all since i do most of the recording like i said i'm usually pretty much i wouldn't say sick of but i'm pretty much excited about the newer stuff that's not out yet um we do have a song that we like to play uh live in our set that's not technically out for the public unless you see us live um, that song is called Ma it's called Match Made in Hell, and uh, it's just a fun one. It's more on the metal side. It's heavier. It's got a really cool groove, um, and I like playing that because you know it's it's kind of new to me. You know. Oh yeah, for sure, and definitely you know it's a unique experience for anyone who sees you guys because that's the only time you know someone's be able to right. hear it. And it, it, I do you know I do see where you come from with like you know you have to record the music, so you have to listen to it. To make yeah. sure it's the right mix, but performing it live a song that you haven't, uh, you know, recorded or like produced, it's a different experience for you. Yeah, yeah, no, it's totally fun, and like I said, it's just, uh, it's new, you know, it's on the, it's kind of on the tip of your tongue thing, and and uh, it's fresh to the guys, and it's fun. Uh, not that the other songs aren't fun, but you know, it's just it's something new, and it's it's actually exciting when people come up to you after and say, you know, when's that song going to be out? Because they're excited about it too, so. 
then you kind of know it's uh, it's doing its job. Oh yeah, for sure. And I do got uh, just a few more things. Let me close out this interview uh, in a little bit. Now I'm I'm curious for you because you know we're talking about rock and roll, especially touring with Enough's Enough and the Choir Boys. So and I've heard and I've asked a few other people I've had on the podcast mm-hmm. that like. Um, there's some people in the music industry that thinks rock and roll is dying out. And I'm curious for you, I'd like to get your thoughts about that. Well, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, it, it'll never die, right? ACDC said that, I think, 700 times, and they're one of my favorite bands. But, um, you know, I think it just comes and goes in waves as far as popularity uh, on, on, like, what I mean popularity, like, on the, you know, the sound waves, you know, like on the radio or what's on TV or whatever. But, you know, there's always going to be a huge rock scene. You might have to search for it a little bit. You know, I've discovered a ton of cool bands um, that just from listening to like Sirius Satellite or, or on a playlist that I've added, you know, on Spotify that just start playing songs. And I'm like, wow, you know, and I never would have knew they existed. But you got to dive a little bit um, you, know, you got to dig a little bit to, to find them. But, um, you know, it's not easy, though, you know, as far as if there was a huge budding rock scene, uh, you know, I think it would be a lot easier. Um, But, you know, we're just doing our thing. And and that's what we love to do is is play rock and roll. So but, uh, you know, we continue to find, uh, you know, diehard fans of, of music. So it keeps us going, you know. Oh, exactly. I like uh, your perspective. I, and I got, I was just, I was curious. That's why I, was, I wanted to ask you that. But I think you said it very well. You summed up very well that you got to look a little bit, but there's definitely, there's a lot of great rock music out there. And as you're going to see uh, on tour, you're going to meet a lot of great, uh, you know, uh, fans of music uh, throughout the whole tour as well. Right. All right. So I have one last question that we talking about the future plans for bad marriage for the rest of this year. It's probably the most challenging question, but I do think it's important to ask. So for you, what have been some of your favorite moments from your musical career so far? Oh, that's a cool question. Um, I mean, I would say our relationship that we built with Tesla, I'd say was, was very, very important because it's, it's, it's uh, you know, it's really helped us um, just get out there. You know, um, we've landed a couple tours since then. We've, we've, uh, you know, we, t- we did a little tour last year with Bat- uh, Buck Cherry. Um, and that was, you know, some, it's probably stri- uh, strays from the, um, the Tesla connection, you know. Um, you know, my relationship with Brian Wheat, like we talked about, um, I've learned a lot, you know, studio stuff. Um, and then him producing our EP, having Jeff on it. So, th- I mean, those are definitely really cool things. Um, you know, we didn't mention this yet, but we are adding Tommy Skio to the to the band. For he was the one of he was the original guitar player on Tesla. Um, so um, you know, I'm excited about that. We got to play the Monsters of Rock cruise. Um, you know, I never thought I would play that, so that was really cool. So yeah, there's, there's been a ton of cool stuff, and uh, like I said, as long as uh, you know we keep finding uh, fans that like our music, we're going to keep going. Oh, right on. There's some really great moments. And I didn't know, um, so is Tommy going to be touring with you for the, the upcoming tour? Yeah, yeah, he actually is, yeah. yeah. Oh, so um, how did that uh, come about? So I actually met him, I think, last year or so on, on the month. So his, he, he plays in a band also called Resistant Bite. And, I, you know, Bad Marriage was playing the Monsters of Rock Cruise, and they were actually playing it as well. 
and I had never met Tommy and I, I saw him um, on the ship and I just started shooting the shit with him. And, and again, uh, we just hit it off and, you know, we started building a relationship, uh, you know, on text and calling each other, just nerding out on guitars and stuff like that. And then, uh, yeah, here we are. Oh, that is so cool. Just, it's it just so cool. Just, you know, the people you meet and you know, who you have the connections with, you know, like, you know, just the people you can talk to and then you just, you know, build that relationship and stuff. Yeah. It's just so cool and just, you know, you never know what to expect, especially playing like a cruise or a festival or something like that. Yeah, anytime there's a bunch of legendary bands, it's just amazing just seeing everyone and seeing how everything works. And, and uh, yeah, you get to network and you, you can meet some really cool people. And in this case, Tommy's now a uh, third guitar player for Bad Marriage. And um, I think it's I think the tour is going to be awesome because, uh, you know, we're going to we're going to really have a lot of fun with three guitars. Oh, it definitely sounds like it, and uh, you know it's a killer lineup again. Three um, really killer bands, especially like it, it killer not only like music but also bringing a live show as well. So right. hope you have a great tour, safe travels, uh, you know everywhere you guys go. But uh, for the rest of this year, twenty twenty three, what is the plans for Bad Marriage? Yeah, so when we finish this um, this run um we'll be back in august and we have a bunch of shows booked but not not like a crazy tour we got a bunch of just random dates but the plan is to just keep putting out new material so um we have a song that tommy played on already so that's one that we want to uh probably shoot a video for um you know and we got a bunch of other songs that we want to um you know just keep getting done and putting out new material and and uh you know just keep going as, as planned and and just to keep rocking right on rock and roll i am <laughs> that's awesome all right so for anyone watching and listening where are the best places to find bad marriage online well right you know our our official website is probably a good start badmarriagemusic.com there from there you can find everything you know um you know we have we do have an official instagram and facebook you know, just search bad marriage and it'll come up. I think there, I think it's actually facebook.com slash bad marriage band. And I think that's the same for the Instagram bad marriage band, but our official website is bad marriage music. Um, but you know, all our merch is on our website. We have some really cool stuff. We have vinyl. If anyone likes vinyl, we have two different vinyls on our full length. Um, we have hard copy CDs for our new EP and our uh, latest full length bad marriage Two. So, uh, yeah, that's cool. Oh, right on. I will uh, drop some links for Bad Marriage in the description of this podcast as well. Please check out and support them. Make sure to see them on the Glam Slam Metal Tour Part 2 with Enough's Enough and the Choir Boys starting on June 30th. Mike, thank you so much for stopping my Super Cool Radio. I had a great time chatting with you. I wish you the best on the tour and keep on rocking. Awesome. Thank you, Matthew. If you can ever come out, uh, come say hello. I def definitely will. For Mike Fitz of Bad Marriage, I'm your host as always, Matthew Thomas. Thank you so much for watching and listening to Super Cool Radio. And remember, stay frosty.